Hello. Hi. Uh, welcome to Off the Book the Podcast. I'm Maddie. I'm Beth. And we talk all things YA, NA, adult books. Um, but not today. Not today. Today's the final. We decided to combine, because we left it so long, we're just combining all the Shadow and Bone episodes that we haven't yet reviewed. Are you okay? <laughs> I just went to take... For context, me and Beth want to go our ears pierced today, and I just went to take my AirPod out my ear, and I just caught my. Ear. You just caught. So also for context, so I just got like on both ears, like the next piercing up. Maddie got the next piercing up and an extra one, so you got two new ones on your left ear. Yeah. So you've just smacked that. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of me too. Doing do little Debbie Ryan on that ear, but very carefully. <laughs> Oh no, we can't do the Debbie Ryan. I can oh. on this year because like, this year doesn't feel like anything. This one's just chilling. Yeah. Anyone else listening, if you get your ears pierced, which side hurts more? Because we both feel like our left side hurts more. And I remember that when I got my ears pierced when I was younger. But did you have your right one done first when you were younger? Because I'm thinking maybe we didn't really feel this one because of the adrenaline. Mm. And then we... Because... Right, so when you apparently this is what happens when you get your nipples pierced, right? <laughs> apparently, the first one you can't feel it because you got so much adrenaline cursing around your body, and then right? the second one kills, right? But then again, are people really going to get both nipples pierced? Yeah, I know people who don't go and get both. No, um, I thought it was more in fashion to go get one. No, ah. it's a bit actually odd. <laughs> You have to even it out. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is what a way to start um, an episode. Imagine if this is the one your aunt listens to. I don't have my nipples pierced for the record. <laughs> yeah, because that's the most important thing for your aunt to know. <laughs> um, yeah, so people apparently people have been like um, tricking the system by just getting one nipple done at a time because then it doesn't hurt. I would do that. Yeah. But I'm not going to get my nipples pierced. No, me neither. Because even just talking about it, I'm going... <laughs> like when, like when uh, guys watch another guy get kicked in the balls and they go... <laughs> like phantom pains. Mm. I get the same thing. Mm. Um, anyway. <laughs> Maddie, how are you? How's your mental health? What are you reading? What are you watching? I'm doing good. Turned down the excited thing. Mm. Um, turned that down, but I think I've made it... Made the decision... I've made the right decision for me at this moment in time. Yeah, because it means you get to stay with me all the exactly. time. Exactly, that's exactly what it means. Um, but I'm good. I'm feeling good. How weird is that? I feel good. Good. <laughs> I like that. Um, what am I reading? What am I watching? Um, You're reading written porn. Listen, okay. I've started, so I started reading, I can't remember what the series is called, but the first one's called Queen Takes Knights, and the second one's called Queen Takes King. Um, It's a vampire reverse harem. It's good. It's also hilarious. I don't know if it's meant to be hilarious, but it's very funny. I also started reading The Threat from Below, which is, did you hear my stomach? I did hear your stomach. <laughs> I wonder if that got picked up on the... On the... I hope it did. Um, Yeah, I started reading The Threat from Below, which is two weeks time next week next thursday yes is it no mm-hmm. it's next thursday <laughs> <laughs> we both need to read that book and then maddie do you know what's the what's literally a few days after on the sunday cersei 
So I think you need to put a pause on reading written porn. I also I've also read an Atlas Six, <laughs> and that's not until like two weeks time. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no I, doubt, no doubt. I love that for us. We're both one chapter into this book, so yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what am I watching? We just saw Black Widow. Oh my god, it was amazing! It was so good. Literally, like just to pl- like plot out our morning. First thing we did was I picked Maddie up. We went to watch Black Widow. Maddie dropped her phone in literally a pool of Diet Coke. <laughs> um, we got our ears pierced, and now we're here. Oh, we had McDonald's as well. We got it to priorities. McDonald's is important. It is. Um, but yeah, that was really good. Other than that, I'm not really watching anything. I'm kind of in a um mystery make I can't remember what it's called murder makeup mysteries it's mm-hmm. um her name's Bailey Saracen on YouTube is she the one that does makeup and and talks about true crime yeah I've kind of been binge watching her episodes at the moment but that's about it what about you um how am I and how's my mental health you know I'm gonna skip those questions as well. <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I won't go into it. Manic that I just, you know, I found out some news this week about uh something, and it's not not great. Um, I was genuinely fine when I heard, and now I'm just not good. Um, I feel like literally like two days ago we were laughing about it, and then last night you were we, like, I'm not okay. <laughs> okay, like I found out the news, cried for ten minutes, I literally blacked out, sobbed. And then I was just like, oh my god, I have closure though now. Yeah. Like, and like, I kind of like made sense of it. And now that I've made sense of it, I'm dead inside. And I don't think I ever want to be in a relationship. <laughs> oh. That sounds really ominous. Without giving like, e- like any actual context, I found out a past partner of mine got engaged, but it was under the shittiest circumstances. Yeah. So I'm now, hence... I'm never falling in love unless it's a Men in cages, 2021. Literally. um, I think the only thing, the only time I'm ever going to fall in love with a man is if he's fictional because then he can't hurt me or at least not as much. I'm sorry. How much did you cry at a court of Mr. Fury? I didn't actually cry. You didn't cry in that one. I didn't cry. Okay. What about Empire of Storms? I cried at. But that was a woman. But also the angst between all of them. The pain they were in. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what other books. Um, Song of Achilles. I haven't read it, so I can't make a, can't make a judgment. Um, Maddie's doing a TikTok dance. But yeah, so we're going to kind of skip the how am I, how's my dog? <laughs> what am I reading? Um, the Threat Below. I'm reading Cersei. Um, I read the first chapter of Flames of Chaos. You did? Yeah. Makes you also nice... picked up uh, Kingdom of Ash, didn't you? I also have... I finished Tower of Dawn. Oh, That's yeah! The I finished Tower of Dawn after, you know, a year. Um, It was really good. That last section where everything came together. I felt like such a genius because, like, how many books are there in this series? Like, eight? Seven. Seven. Yeah. I'm remembering things from, like, the early books. And I feel so smart going, like, oh, I know this character. He was in, like, that one scene that one time. But I remember him. Yeah. Oh, like, that that thing was mentioned in a story once. I remember that. Uh I feel proper smart, man. Yeah. 
So do you take back all the times you said this was boring? The beginning of the book. The big beginning dragged. of the book. Dragged. Yeah, but... But it was good. It was good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really liked it. Um, So I've started Kingdom of Ash, but that one is nearly like a thousand pages. So uh, that's going to take <laughs> two years. Um, No, I'm gonna try, I, I do want to read that one. Part of me was like, if I sit down and get all my podcast reading done, I could, in theory, have... Well, the thing is, we laugh, but, like, I have nothing to do at the moment. I'm essentially not <laughs> being asked to work by my workplace. So I could, in theory, just sit and read a book a day. You could. I me? could. If not I so much. I need to put my phone away. My phone is distracting me. But if I put my phone away, I could actually crack through those books in a day. Like, Cersei, I could get done in an afternoon. It's shorter than Actar, so I could get through it. In- is it actually? Maybe it's because i got the hardback, it feels thick. Yeah, it feels thick um speaking of so we've decided that we're doing like two episodes a week because we are what's the word um i think it's insane yeah i think it's to make up for lack of content on that accidental hiatus month yeah yeah and at this moment in time i'm working 40 hours a week <laughs> i'm working no hours a week so i love that we've swapped we've swapped but then once we get back to um i literally have like two weeks in september where i'm working um I'm working two weeks at my teaching job. Uh-huh. I'm working the weekend in the middle. And then the next weekend, I'm going to see my sister. And then I'm going to um, come back. Like, literally, I'm seeing my sister for a day. Uh-huh. And I'm coming back. Right. For, like, an event at seven o'clock the next morning. And then I work another week. And then I go into another double weekend. I'm so sorry. Everyone's going to hear me moving on the pillow. ASMR. Yeah. Um, but yes. And then what am I watching? Um, I'm so angry at the moment. I'm watching Criminal Minds. I just watched that episode where it was a where it was a call girl murdering like men. It was so therapeutic. I love that for her. She got Hotch to call himself a whore. Mm, it was immaculate. So did that. It's like season four, episode thirteen. Or I've episode definitely 14. seen it. I just can't remember. Oh yeah, it's great. Um, but back to Shadow and Bone. So we are covering one, two, three, four, five episodes in... We're covering five episodes. Jesus fucking Christ. But do not worry. So I did all the notes and I've told Maddie not she's not allowed to read them. Don't I, even look. Don't even look. Don't I even look. Can't look remember. at me. Look at me. Look me in the eyes. I don't want you to read any of the notes because I've put in some wonderful one-liners so here. So basically what's happening in here is that you're going to... Because I don't remember what happened. I remember the rough gist of everything. Um... But you're basically retelling the story to me. Okay, cool. If I can't look at the notes, I can't help you out with this. No, I'm just saying for now you can't look at them. Okay. Because uh, I don't want you to like accident. There's one note specifically that I just really love. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, so what? how I've set it out is I've given like episode four and then the title. And I'm going to probably mispronounce Ots. Okay, I don't know what it means. spent so long trying to. I literally it. got like a sound bite up telling me how to pronounce it, and I can't remember. So we've got episode four, and then we'll have like a spoiler-free summary of the episode, and then if you haven't watched it, pause it, go watch the episode, come back, and you can hear the review. Mm-hmm. And I've done that for each of them because mm-hmm. I'm trying to be spoiler-free, but also like go into like explaining. I'm proper proud of myself, man. I had nothing to do. No, that's a lie. Wait. No. What did I do on this day? Was this before or after I finished Tower of Dawn? I think I finished this... 
the day that we got that email the right. day that I also checked Facebook. It was it was a big day. <laughs> that was a big that day. That was a big day. My hip just popped. I really I'm hope so it can be heard on the... Okay, so episode four. I'm not going to try and butcher the name again. So the spoiler-free summary. Would you like to read the spoiler-free summary, Maddie? I'm allowed to look now, am I? Yeah, but do not read ahead. Or I will kill you. Should I put my glasses on? <laughs> <laughs> As Kerrigan takes Alina into his... Confidence. Is that a sentence? Yeah. Sure. Mal volunteers for a dangerous tracking mission. The crows plot a heist to get into the little palace of the crows. I love them so much. Like, like confidence. Like, oh, I'm telling you this in confidence. Yeah, but is that the right wording? I literally got that from, like, the official summary on Google. Because the the official (laughs) summary on Google. Shut up. (laughs) I got it as a short summary from elsewhere because I knew that it would tell it succinctly. Okay. Okay, in order to get an invitation... Okay, no, wait, sorry. Now, that was the spoiler-free review. Now we're going to the actual <laughs> episode, Jesus. I'm so tired. I've not had enough coffee today. I can't help you with that. My dad's got that coffee machine. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. I'm, I'm alright. Oh, I just poked my ear. Um, In order to get an invitation... Oh, yeah. Did I say spoilers for you? Yeah, you said that. <laughs> In order to get an invitation to the Little Palace so that he can be reunited with Alina, Mal agrees to go on a mission to search for the kind of stag. Morozova's. Morozova's stag. Which is a mythical creature. It's meant to be an amplifier um, for Grisha. We find out that Mal... I kind of I kind of liked this, kind of didn't care. So Mal, Dubrov and Michael track the stag into like Fjordan territory where they are ambushed. Mal is shot and his two friends are both killed. Mal breaks down into tears, which again, I didn't really care because it's Mal. I really... Nobody cares about I'm Mal. I'm starting... One of my friends, she watched the TV show and then read the books. And I was like, I don't see the problem with Mal. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't see the problem with Mal? He's so annoying. He is so annoying. He's so um, self-centred. All he cares about is himself. Oh my gosh, you have powers. I'm so intimidated. I'm so weak. Intimidate um, men. That's my ultimate aim in life, is just in- to intimidate men. I would like to intimidate men. When deep down, I'm scared of all of them. So, I heard I that. so much water in that part of my bottle. <laughs> uh, that was uh, a traumatic event that just happened. I love that for you. <laughs> what, what, are you what are you laughing at? You just, that was a traumatic event. I automatically go, I love that for you. <laughs> It was good for the plot. It was good for the I can't talk. Good for the plot. What is wrong with me today? It's like I had my ears pierced and now I can't talk. I can't talk anyway. But. Yeah. <laughs> you can't talk. Interesting that you're doing a podcast. Who would have thought when I was in speech therapy that I'd be here today? <laughs> do you want an award? Huh? Do you want an award? Like, I do, congratulations. Actually. You can make a speech. Yeah. I would like one. <laughs> Hand it over. I am the award. I'm going to go... You know what? My speech therapist was just around the corner. I feel like I should walk around there right now and be like, look what I'm doing. <laughs> be like, come with me. Come. Say I hello. can say, like, proper sentences now. Like, be proud of me. Playing pop-up pirate for an hour and a half a week was really helpful. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Same. <laughs> Back to the story. Yes. Um, so Mal breaks down into tears and then he looks up and he sees the stag. Alina goes horse riding with Kerrigan and talks about the black heretic. He says, call me Alexander. 
It feels too soon. That was too It was soon. way too soon. Way too soon. Way too soon. Alina is scared to fail and become the new kind of heretic, and Kirigan's like, I promise, I won't let you go too far. And you're like, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, Bagra makes magical tea that helps with the power situation. Sorry, you didn't call her Bag Lady. I'm I, very disappointed. I hope you're proud. I've learned how to pronounce her name. We see in a flashback that Alina hid her powers when she was younger by cutting her hand so she could stay with Mal. I don't feel like this was explained enough in the series. For us, we got it because it's explained in the book. Mm. But in the show, I don't feel like it was yeah. really explained. So she essentially, like, so Grisha's powers react to pain, but Alina used the, like, broken bit of, like, um, bowl or whatever to, like, keep her in pain so that when they pricked her other hand or, like, cut her or whatever mm-hmm. it was, she wouldn't react because she was already in pain. Mm-hmm. Um, th- okay, so this is one of, the, one of the immaculate moments. So that night, she wanders around the palace and finds Kirigan alone in his bedroom. Um, he's studying maps and shit, but I don't care because he looks <laughs> great in this bit. I really don't care. He's plotting, but he looks so good when doing it. Um, so there's a bit where they're having a conversation and the Darkling is kind of losing it a little bit and the room gets really dark. And Alina, I think she just like cups his face and goes like, you're not alone. And like Alina lights up the room and like when things calm down, he just goes... I've been waiting a long time for you. They almost kiss. Netflix knew that they were going to be feeding Dark Lena stands with that content. And I am grateful. I'm very grateful. Still no... <laughs> there are still no letters from Blade Boy and Mal. So Alina works with Bag Lady. They definitely cut a scene out here. It yes. doesn't explain... Like, these letters are explained like once. And the drawings that come up later... I don't know if it's in this episode or the next one. It's not explained. Mm. Although the letters, no, we kind of learn a little the letters, bit because not the drawing. Alina writes letters at the beginning of every bloody letter, like dearest Mal. <laughs> it's been three hundred days since you've ri- since I've not heard from you last. Yeah, the letters we get, but not the drawing. Oh yeah, the drawing there was no context. It was like Alina's mouth. What the fuck is it? <laughs> okay. Is it cool, cool? Good for you. Um, Kaz and the Crows plan a heist. Iconic. Is how they're so excited, and the conductor was like what's happening they're like it's a heist and i would just like to state to the costume department who put freddie carter in that outfit for the heist fantastic specifically the silly hat Mm -hmm. i want there's he wears a lot of silly hats and i want them to continue it in season two (laughs) i want to see what's the most ridiculous hat we can put him in he doesn't look like kaz at all in this moment but it's just but that's the point that's the point and it's fantastic um while the crew examine plans, they realise there's no easy way in. So they've got to disguise themselves. Uh, there's like a travelling group of, of performers. Um, and Kaz is like, I'm not auditioning to be one of the performers. I'm going to go in as a guard. Screw all of you. But the thing that I really liked was that... So there's a bit where Inej is going to be like an acrobat. And she's like in the ribbons and stuff. And you can just see Kaz is holding it together. There's something in his eyes where mm-hmm. he's just like... He's really pretty. Oh my god. um and they're like okay jesper mate what can you do and he what's it i think it's um so it's an edge once again like dangling in midair and she's got a card in her mouth and he shoots it yeah he could have killed her but he didn't but we all know why Mm -hmm, but maybe not everyone listening i'm not gonna say it Don't, don't you worry um but yeah so that's their plan um on the ship we see matthias and nina he tries to offer her food in exchange for answers, but she's like, absolutely not. He keeps asking questions about 
I hate the fact that he's called Kerrigan. It's the Darkling. I hate it so much. Um, it pisses me off. It does piss me off. He gives her the food anyway, but then he insults her and she spits it back in his face. Love that. Love I love that, that scene. What um, a scene. What a moment. What a moment. Men in cages. What an icon. <laughs> um, later on, there's a storm and the captain is like, yo, if they act up, kill them. Matthias stays pious in ever and is like, hey, but like, aren't the Grisha meant to face trial? And the captain's like, I do not give a fuck. Don't give a shit, mate. That is not how we work. <laughs> we literally are murderers. Surprise. We recruited you in and now you're becoming a murderer. Surprise. This was a religious cult, cult. the whole time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just shout cult? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh, well, right. Debbie Ryan. Yeah, that makes no sense to anyone else. But we'll listen back to this in a few years' time and go, oh my God, <laughs> I know that moment. Um, the episode ends with like Matthias looking at Nina and going, hmm, maybe I'll let her live. Not any of the other ones. Just her. Just her. I Selective mean, murder. Mm. Episode five, show me who you are. Now look, I don't mean to... Um, what? What are you laughing at over there? Go on. What's in your mind? Oh, I wonder what episode this is, Bethany. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Every- I'm just going to say this now. Okay. I've you- been... Sh- <laughs> Stop talking. This is <laughs> this is my part. Nobody else speaks. I've been waiting for this moment. Um, I've been waiting for I this. swear to God, if you keep talking while I'm trying to talk, I will fight you. I'll have a drink. Here we go, look. Google where Wendy's is. I'm going to fight you London, there. bitch. Let's go. Okay, fine. You just took me to part of central London, so. East London. <laughs> um. Okay. Before I was so rudely interrupted twice, Um. I've been waiting to talk about this episode for a really long time. And I, I think it's definitely my favourite. Because of the Darkling. What a man. This is also Debbie Ryan to that. Fucking stop. This is also, I think, (laughs) the section of notes that has my favourite bit of notes in it. Okay. So, episode five, show me who you are. The spoiler-free summary. Alina's bond with the Darkling grows as royal guests gather for her unveiling. Mal carries news about the stag and Kaz is... Scheme hinges on a hidden door. That's it. Cool. If you've not seen the episode, go watch it, enjoy it, savour it, repeat some scenes if you want. (laughs) Every time we talk about doing notes for this episode, the next thing I'd get off of Bethany is just a video of this scene. I love this scene! (sighs) Okay. Spoiler-free review is over. Are you ready, Maddie? I'm going to have some water. Are you ready for this recap? I love how that's your scene and mine is still just the opening one with the crows. The power that Kaz Brecko oh, exudes. so good. Mm. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, go on then. Okay. <laughs> go on then. <laughs> so, Alina is now adjusting to life at the little palace with Marie and Nadia, but she's still salty that all of her letters to Mal have remained unanswered. She convinces Jenya to let her sneak outside to preview the winter festivities. Something about an old butter celebration? I don't know. Made no sense to me. Kaz sneaks around in a guard uniform to learn the path that Alina is going to take later that night. 
Jesper finds their escape route, checks out a stable boy. I think later on in the episode, I didn't make a note, but I think he does hook up with yeah, that stable does. boy. It's a great moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesper also sees Alina out and about, realises she's part of Shu. Um, the plan. The conductor will retrieve Alina and the crows are going to get them all out of the building. That's the plan mm-hmm. that we know. Mm-hmm. Alina goes to see Kerrigan. She talks about how she's come to understand the importance of this demonstration. She kisses him. Then she pulls away. And then he stands up and he has this smirk on his face. Oh my god! <laughs> ah! I... I need a moment, honestly. What are we going to do? Just sit here in silence? Yeah. Moment? I'm sure the listeners are going to be loving this. It's just... It's delicious. It is a delicious moment. Honestly, the scene is wonderful. 11 out of 10, Oscar worthy. He does ask for consent. No, this is a different one. Oh, I don't remember that. This is the one from the daytime. Where she's like, I've been talking to Jenya and I realise how important this demonstration's going to be. And he's that. like leaning, I'll, I'll remind you. I'll force you to watch it. I'm going to force you to watch all their clips. No. Oh God, I'm a dark Luna stan. Yeah, you are. Well, no, no, but I'm not. Is that news to you? Well, no, it's the thing of like... I'm a dark leaner, ex- but like I know he's terrible, and I know that he's. I think it's just because I find Ben Barnes hot, and he plays the darkling so well. But like the darkling as a person is terrible. Like I know he's bad, and I know he's a symbol for like how toxic and abusive men can be. Mm-hmm. I just think he's really hot. You're attracted to a different murderer, so you can't talk. Are you talking about Maven? Yeah. I ain't attractive to him. I just prefer him over his brother. Okay, we're not having this conversation right now. <laughs> or else I will throw fat. <laughs> I went to say hands and fans. I'm <laughs> right behind. It's closer to me, so if anyone's in trouble, it's you. <laughs> I don't is it plugged in? It is plugged in. It goes through the wall, so I'll turn it on, let your hair get caught. Hair's tied up. I'll pull your hair out. <laughs> so, so aggressive for no reason. <laughs> it's just because I feel called out, okay? <laughs> what did I even say? I don't <laughs> Look, Maddie, it's just the ear piercings. It's all gone to my head. <laughs> You're a rebel. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Alina attends the fate wearing the Darkling's colours on her kefta. So basically she wears a black kefta, but then she has like gold put on it to mm-hmm. symbolise like herself. I loved it. Um, I'm they... really sorry to interrupt. I went to take a drink and I went to pick up my <laughs> I love that. Um, they do their little magic show. Because yes, that's essentially what it is. <laughs> that's essentially what it is. They've pulled the rabbit from the hat. They, uh, did some quick changes, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm. Everyone, when they see her power, they all bow and they call her Sancta Alina, even Inej. And I loved that moment, how emotional Inej is to see like a saint in real I life. I love that she got to see her in the... Mm. I mean, I haven't I haven't finished um, Rule of Wolves yet. I know some of the crows have mentioned. I don't know what happened. And I don't also don't know what goes on with whether Lena is there or not. Ooh, interesting. Inter- I mean, I don't know. I've 
try to avoid spoilers as much as possible but i don't know whether she does eventually like get to meet her in the books or what um but i like that she got to see her in that moment i, I love loved that. it i love that but it was really nice mm-hmm. plot twist we're gonna go to a different kind of part of the world matt stop it i Don't... was trying to i was trying to read bethany but not reading ahead i'm not allowed to look anymore i'm not allowed to look anymore you know just not, not for this episode i'm just gonna close <laughs> no you can read the next ones just for now, stop reading. I'll tell you when you, when you can read. <laughs> I'll just lean back over here where, you know, I'm far enough away from my laptop, I can't physically see it. So. <laughs> Plot twist. Mal appears at the first army camp and he claims to have found the stag. He demands to be able to deliver the news to the Darkling and thus see Alina. He rides to the palace. Magically, immediately in the next clip, He's there. He's at the palace at the uh, at the Winter Fate. He teleported. Yeah, he really zoom and zoom. <laughs> you want to see some real speed, bitch? <laughs> Ooh, so. <laughs> Don't. Are you making fun of my laugh? No, you just go. Oh. <laughs> As you can hear, dear listeners, I'm being bullied. You literally have not stopped going on about the fact that I can't fucking tell the time. So, which I, mean, I you proved can't. earlier that I could. That was an easy time, though. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> you don't think 10 to 3 is an easy time? I just, I'm sorry. That just happened to be the time. What did you want me to do? <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> I love you so much. You have a whole host of things to bully me for. No, it's fine. Don't worry. You know you have a whole host of things to bully me for, so it's fine. <laughs> I'm back in my corner, don't worry. <laughs> Go on. What, what you deserve. Read the damn Google Doc, okay? <laughs> I thought you were going to say goose. <laughs> Why? <laughs> you went goo. <laughs> it was either gonna go Google or Goose. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Geese. Geese? <laughs> anyway. So the Darkling and Mal meet face to face in uh, in the Darkling's chambers <laughs> and they I can't stop thinking about geese. For context, we me me, Beth and Jess were playing um Cards Against Humanities in, yeah. at uni one night and Beth got got the card geese and we laughed about it for like a solid half an hour like I was literally crying. And now we can't talk about geese? No. Oh, what, was, what was the black card? The black card was next time you go down and your partner surprise them with... Geese. <laughs> we got to stop, we'll laugh too much. Um, okay, so... Um, the Darkling and Mal meet in like the Darkling's chambers, literally where like the Darkling was making out with Alina earlier on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, "Okay, Mal, uh, you're the tracker. Um, give me everything you know on the stag, and I'll let you see Alina." Um, and Mal's like, "That doesn't work for me." They have a bit of back and forth, and then he goes, "Okay, well, let me just make sure you actually are who I think you are." 
tell me something about Alina, you know, for absolutely no suspicious reason, what's her fav- like favourite flower? And he tells him immediately. And then he's like, okay, cool. I'm going to go think on that. I'll be back. Store that piece of information in my brain. Yeah. And I don't know how, really, like, I don't know how. What, does the Darkling instruct someone to go find that flower? Or does he leave the party to go find that flower? Like, I how much of a, he goes and gets it. How much of a simp is he? He's not a simp. Mm, depends who you look at those YouTube compilations of him being he's a simp. He's not a simp. He's not a simp. He's a homicidal simp. <laughs> That's its own he's, genre. He's not JD and Heathers is a homicidal simp. Ow. <laughs> um, no, because he's not a simp because he's been using her for her powers. He's not actually a simp. But he still loves her. He no, just he doesn't, doesn't know anything. Okay, you know, this is an argument for later. <laughs> Sorry, everyone's going to hear my warble. I've just realised. <laughs> I apologise. Um, back to the crows. The conductor enters the secret room and kills Alina. But actually, it's... Um, oh, this also kind of shows us that he has revealed his kind of, like, allegiance. There's, like, a West Ravkin general called Zlatan, and they're kind of, like, starting an uprising or whatever. And so we know that the... Con- the book? No. Okay, good. Um, we know that this means he's not, you know, he's not a good guy. Uh, but the plot twist, it was actually Marie who was tailored to look like Alina. Um, Kaz and Dinesh are about to escort the real Alina to dinner when the Darkling interrupts with flowers and you can see the absolute hatred on Kaz's face. Like, he's just had that, like, for fuck's sake, my entire plan for a million Kruger has been upended by some fucking flowers. It's the prolonged eye contact as well. He's literally just staring. Mm. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't blink the entire time he's mm-hmm. just staring um, but as always he's got backup plans um, someone tries to kill Mal at some point but then Mal kills her instead the woman was secretly working for Bagra um, Kirigan takes Alina to his chambers I will just point out uh, <laughs> this line is like often on capital letters first of all the shadows in this scene are phenomenal <laughs> Um, because literally there's a point where Alina and the Darkly are kind of like flirting with each mm. other and you can see it in the background they're stood like next to each other but facing each other and their shadows look like they're about to kiss mm-hmm. it's so well done yeah. like absolute props to the, like, the director and like the camera people it was amazing mm-hmm. um, but yeah and then they kiss and he asks for consent and it like starts off as a kiss and then he lifts her under the table it was amazing alright he kills hundreds of thousands of people but he asks for consent so... well consent is important it's important but so is not killing hundreds and thousands of people oh my god I'm excited he did the bare minimum <laughs> yes that's what I'm getting at but it's sexy that when Ben Barnes does it that I why did you let me talk <laughs> what just cut out all of you talking for this entire episode or just be my I'm responses. Just... <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most out of context episode ever. No, I'm just digging myself into a hole. Um, I, Yeah, no, my note literally says, like, he will kill thousands of people without it impacting his conscience, but he will be damned if he gets intimate with a girl without her consent. That's what it seems like to me. He'll gladly be a mass murderer, but he has to have consent. Um, Ivan ruins literally everything by knocking on the door and being like, yo, fake Alina's dead. 
And also technically... <laughs> Just a heads up. Fake you. She's gone, mate. Mm. Um... Also, you might want to tell Alina that one of her only friends here, dead. Might be helpful. The Darkling... Ivan I love is... this... I'm really sorry. Ivan is one of the, the guards, right? What's the other one called? Fedior. I love them. In this. They're so cute. They're literally the epitome of the kind of like grumpy sunshine trope. Yeah, I love them so much. Like there's a bit earlier on in the party where Ivan's being really grumpy and Fedor tries to feed him yeah. like a macaroon and he's saying no and then he forces it. Yeah. Oh my God, they're so cute. <laughs> there was a point earlier on where Fedor um, like shows up and sees Jenya and um, Alina outside in the winter fate and he's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, was that a good impression? I'm trying to be like be like my other half. It was so cute. It was so cute. Yeah. Uh, so the Darkling tells her to wait there, but before leaving, he rushes back for an extra kiss, which is really cute. Apparently, that was just Ben Barnes, not yeah. like it wasn't in the script. But I loved that. Bagra enters and drops a. Bagra's here. <laughs> she drops a whole lot of shit. First of all, she's his mum. Second of all, her son is the black heretic who created the fold. The Volcra are all actually people, and he's going to kill the stag to amplify power. I'm really sorry. I've just realised a trope that I actually can't fucking stand. What? It's when they have a random side character that then, like, three quarters of the way through the book comes along and is like, here's everything that you need to know. Yeah, I hate that. Here, Akatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they're my two main examples. Literally. I can't even remember what the woman's called in Akatar. Alice. Oh, yeah, her. She literally is just Where like, is she now? Who knows? Somewhere in the summer yeah. court. Um, so, Bagra tells Alina, like, how to get out. She's like, okay, go. Don't look! Don't look! This I'm is- not looking! Okay. I can't physically see it! <laughs> the only things I can see are in capital letters. Okay. <laughs> um, so... Uh, Bagra's actually like, okay, go down, like down the corridor to the left. Da, da, da. There's like this exact carriage that'll take you away. Um, and Alina's like, I've been bossed around too many times, so instead of going left, I'm gonna go right. I'm gonna bugger off down another path. And actually, you know what? Fair play to her. Mm-hmm. Um, the dark queen and Bagra meet outside, and she's like, Yo, yo, yo! Your track is dead. I made Alina disappear. So fuck you, Shadow Man. But Kerrigan's like, Kerrigan's like, back off, you spooky bitch. <laughs> and he gets back to being a sulky teenage boy and plotting mass murder. I've only got the image of Ben Barnes saying, back off, you spooky bitch. <laughs> That's the favourite note I've been waiting for. Oh, dear. Just the fact that my note says, yo, 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 um, I've killed the tracker um, and I made Alina disappear, so fuck you, shadow man. <laughs> And the fact that I got him to go, back off, you spooky bitch. And then the ending is just, but he gets back to being a sulky teenage boy and plotting mass murder. What he does best. I wasn't even on the right part of that. Amazing. Um, Kaz is nearly killed by an Inferni, but not before Inej kills the Inferni, which is taking her first life, which has an impact. But Kaz is like, look, you killed him, but you saved me. Yeah. Um... Jesper's just been chilling near the carriage. He sees Alina crawl into the back of the carriage. Kaz and Inez are running out like, oh no, we've lost Alina. Oh, we lost the target. Oh my God. And Jesper's like, with the knowledge that he has, feels superior, as he should. Yes. Um, and He should always feel superior. He yeah. He is superior. He is. But it's also the fact that they're like, oh, we lo- we've lost eyes on the target. And Jesper's like, have we? Have we actually? Yeah. Uh, like, oh, we- solved he's, everything. He's, he's like, all you've got to do is ask. And they're like, where's the target? And he's just laughing as they ride <laughs> off into the night. <laughs> Episode six, the heart is an arrow. So the spoiler free summary. Furious over the sun summoner. 
uh, Kirigan hunts for information. Alina receives a helping hand. Nina warms to a Grisha hunter. That's the end of the spoiler free review. Here's also my shit notes. And here's the bit where I know that my thing for the Darkling is unhealthy. As if this is the point that should have made me realise. I should know in general. Inside the little palace, the Darkling has captured the conductor and he learns lots of things. Can I tell you those things? No. But he learnt a lot from the conversation that I don't remember. Uh He's going to kill the conductor. But not before screaming, you smuggle Grisha out of my palace! If bad guy, why attractive? <laughs> Is that your throat? Your stomach? Yeah, my throat. I love that for you. That was really weird. Um, look, I, I don't know why it's attractive with him shouting out of my palace, but it is, and that's where I'm concerned for myself. <laughs> that's the re- like that's the realization. Yeah, got it. Okay. Um, Fedor tells the Darkling that Nina has been captured by witch hunters. Darkling's not having a good day. He's really not. He's not having a good day also, at the office. I found it interesting how, like, I found, like I said, this is a different episode, but, like, the Darkling knows Nina. Yeah. Wait. I feel like I've just jumped ahead. Oh, no, I haven't. We are talking about Nina, are we? Yeah. Yeah, I find it interesting that they made that happen. Because she used to work in Little Palace. Huh? She used to be in the Little Palace. Yeah, I know. But obviously in the books, Nina's younger. She's still young now. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, okay. Young enough, right? Young enough to the point where she was never interacted with the Darkling. They've just rewritten it. I know! (laughs) (laughs) It's good for the plot! Oh my god! I know that! I was saying, I'm finding it, I found it interesting that they needed to make sure that she knew him. You know what, that's a fair point. (laughs) I'm going back in my corner. You don't need to be in the corner now. No, I'm back in the corner. Maddie, come read. (laughs) (laughs) You just covered your eyes, like, you choose not to read I'm choosing not to read. Okay. This is your episode. Oh my god, my episode, wow. Um, As it should be. Don't put your middle finger up at me. This is, I... It's technically not up at you. You're technically my boss, and this is workplace <laughs> harassment. It was your idea to make the podcast. I don't want to be in charge. You are in charge. Fucked up. No, tough luck. Zoya offers to comfort the Darkling, but he's like, no, I'm a demonic simp for Alina. <laughs> uh, some of my <laughs> notes are amazing. Alina escapes the crows, um, but not without, like... So Jesper and Kaz tried to fight her, but Inez is like, no, you go, you're a saint. And, like, they have a nice moment of, like, they see each other. And they kind of understand in that moment they're not going to cause harm, harm to one another. The other two, fuck them. But just... <laughs> it looks like you're opening a really <laughs> tiny book. Um, but, yes. So uh, Alina's walking around town. She gets spotted when she uses her powers. She runs to the woods and Mal's waiting for her. Yay, I guess. Like, if I've got to be happy. <laughs> um, They argue over the letters. At this point, I really don't fucking care about the letters. They're really shoving these letters down my throat and I don't care at all. If we had that scene that I think was cut out with Jenya, there was supposed to be another scene 
if we had that, it would make more sense. But... Yeah. But I would still not give a shit about the letters. You took one from the bottom. <laughs> Never been so upset with you in my life. You were there when I did that. Why, man? Now look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um. <laughs> um. So Kaz and Inej are arguing because Inej let Alina go because she truly believes in Alina and her powers. But Kaz is like, no, it's an illusion. But at this point, Kaz also... Huh? He does exactly what you do. <laughs> yeah, Freddie Carter goes, it's an illusion. <laughs> um, Kaz at this point reveals that Helene is going to get the Crow Club and Pekka is going to take the city. Inej is clearly confused, but Kaz refuses to communicate, so he leaves the table. I he hate. He just gets up and leaves. Like, he I'm does. He literally does. Um, and I hate the miscommunication trope so much. I can't fucking stand it. I can't stand it. Um, it happens all the time in Gossip Girl, um, but like on like really high stakes. One guy literally sells his girlfriend to buy a hotel, and he does. If he, she literally says, "If you had told me, I would have been okay with it." But now it's just a surprise to me. <laughs> Honestly, I would have not been okay with being sold for a hotel, but at least a warning would be nice. <laughs> just let me know in advance, my friend. That's what I'm <laughs> asking for. Yeah. yeah. So the miscommunica- miscommunication trope is one of my most hated tropes. Um. So, but yeah, Inej is super confused, but the crows go to leave the tavern. The Darkling, Zoya, Ivan, and another few Grisha are there. Basically, they all have to fight a different Grisha to escape. Specifically, Inej has to fight the other Inferni who was, like, related to the Inferni that she killed. Um, It's a big fight. There's a scene between the Darkling and Kaz. They meet in an alleyway. I loved it. Mm Mm-hmm. The Darkling tries to use the cut on Kaz, but Kaz has like a smoke bomb and goes poof. <laughs> no one can see the hand just right, but just a little like whoosh. Disappears in midair. Um, magic. Back at it for the magic <laughs> show. <laughs> I thought you said badgers, and then I heard, and then I realised you said magic. I was like, how did I get badgers from magic? I don't know how you got there. Me neither. I got. I did two and two. Two plus two, and I got five. <laughs> no. Two plus two, you got like twenty eight. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I can't feel my leg. It's okay. So Kaz escapes. All of the crows escape their people, and to add insult to injury, they steal the Darkling's carriage. Cause fuck him. When does um, what, what the fuck is his name? David. He's there. When does he throw a book at Jasper? Is that th- at this point? Jesper opens the carriage and David just like yeets a book at him, goes Yeet, out the other side. And specifically, side. fun fact, it's a copy of Shadow and Bone. Is it? It's a copy of Shadow and Bone. It's like one of the other, uh, it's just like a different printing I of it. That. And then when he gets out the other side, Kaz is there. And then this is where I know I messed up because he uses his cane and just like... Hits him. Yeah. Um, that's but a really I love great that question. Scene. I feel like it must be in this episode, but it's really good. I mm. like that scene. Um, And how Jesper's just like, he threw a book at me. <laughs> Um, because of course no one should throw anything at Jasper. No, he's an icon. He's superior. We've established. We've this. established. We've been new. Um, <clears throat> Nina and Mat- Matthias, their boat got wrecked, and they're doing what Jack and Rose could never do, and they're both floating on the same piece of driftwood to survive. Literally, they saw Titanic and said, "We can do better." Am I wrong? I'm gonna sit there and you're gonna tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you? Am I wrong, Maddie? No. Thank I mean, you. I've never seen Titanic. <gasps> Named after it. I've never seen it. 
like we're watching Titanic. They make it to land. They discuss their cultures and get naked to sleep warm. That's it. That's their whole story. Um, they're trekking through ice and Nina falls through. Matthias saves her life and admits that he kind of likes her. That bit I really like when they're kind of pushing each other and he goes like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> In his Fjorden accent. Uh-huh. Look, I am a hardcore feminist. Borderline misandrist. But whenever I see him do something like that and I realise he is taller than me, I will consider leaving the feminism away. I've already dated one person in a religious cult. Why not another? Why not another? Well, now everybody's established why we was like, cool. Cool. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I'm just processing thoughts in my head. No thinking, just thoughts. Uh, Maybe... Uh, (laughs) um, That worked. (laughs) No thinking, just thoughts. Maybe that's why I wasn't attracted to Matthias. Yeah, probably. <laughs> what, in the book? or <laughs> In the book. Yeah. In the show, he's hot. He is, yeah. Not the actual guy from the cult. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Everyone's listening like, what's going on? <laughs> um, I'll tell you what's going on. Um, Alina is looking after Mal's injury. Alina theorizes that she can harness the stag's power and she will be able to destroy the falls on her own, even though, and this is what kind of annoyed me about the show. The entirety of the first Shadow and Bone book is Alina like reading and training and learning. So then when she comes up with this idea, we know that she's already thought her way through it. Whereas now she's just kind of like fucking around with ideas. Like, oh, hey, you know, if the Darkling can do it. So can I. Yeah, he's got hundreds of years of training. I have like five minutes. Let's go! Fuck it! What could go wrong? Literally. So they team up and hunt it down. The Darkling is sad because he can't find Alina. David pops in with the fact that he gave a, gave Alina a ring that's secretly a tracker. The Darkling is happier. The Darkling realises that Mel's found Alina. The Darkling is not as happy. That is the end of the episode. Quick cool. summaries. Cool. Episode 7, The Unsee. Spoiler-free summary, the fate of the stag leaves Alina in an impossible situation with the Darkling, whose connection to the fold falls into place. Dun-dun-dun. Spoiler-free summary over. Actual summary. It starts off. The flashback. I kind of like the long hair. I kind of like the long hair. I've seen people on TikTok absolutely fucking hate it, but I kind of really liked it. It's Ben Barnes, I'm going to like it either way. Yeah, okay. Do you want to read this now? No. <laughs> I love that from you. Just so confidently, no. Can say something when I have some water, please. I'm parched. Um, so in this flashback, we see the creation of the fold. The king was rounding up Grisha and killing them, and Alexander is on the run. Because he's still Alexander at this point. Got it. Um, he stops at the home of Luda. Luda his lover and they prepare to flee but the king's soldiers are all the king's soldiers and all the king's, king's men, men they arrive and demand that they take the darkling captive <laughs> they shoot the darkling with a bunch of arrows but luna heals him in, like from inside the house um the soldiers pull her out and kill her now alexander is just broken hearted um <laughs> he kills all the soldiers using the cut um, he carries Luda to a Grisha hideout where she, she dies. Um, sorry. <laughs> Bagra basically says, um, you use your powers to win a war, but for the king... What? War for the king, but 
I <laughs> basically showed him how powerful Grisha could be, and it's like low key your fault, my guy. Um, that he's rounding up all the Grisha and XOXO, killing them. Gossip girl, <laughs> bag lady. Um, Agra tells him to flee to Kerch, but he says Nova Heart and reaches research. Oh shit! <laughs> he research researches Mozos. Right. Even though his mum said no. Oh, that's the bad stuff they're not allowed to use. Mm-hmm. Right, got it. He, he really went behind his mum's back like yeah. you did with the earrings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for context, my mum doesn't know that I've got new earrings. She'll be fine. You're like 22. It. True. <laughs> um, more soldiers appear and demand he surrender to the king. He uses Mezos to force the soldiers to serve him. Kinda turns them all into Volcra, and then the power is too unstable, and the fold is created. Um, and that's what you missed. On oh, Glee. <laughs> Ooh, well done. Thanks. Was, I really was... just put in absolute effort. Into I said that's episode. a lot of work. Are you okay? Couldn't read half of it. <laughs> Clearly, maybe I shouldn't be a teacher. <laughs> maybe you should be a podcast host. Okay. <laughs> You just said I was your boss, so pipe down. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Give me a raise. Um, I'm paying you nothing. So Exactly. <laughs> I'll give you like a 3% raise, yeah? Uh, how much is that? Nothing still. <laughs> 100% raise? Still be nothing. Fuck you. <laughs> Hold on, I I can't feel my foot. I'll carry on. In present day, Alina and Mal find the stag, but Alina cannot bring herself to kill it. Um, she touches it and there's like magical glowing powers all and around And none her. of it's ever explained. Yeah. Um, Kirigan soldiers appear and shoot him. Sh- not they don't shoot him. <laughs> shoot both the stag and Mal. Um, the Darkling that gives Alina a, an ultimatum. <laughs> <laughs> if she allows him to kill the stag, he will get Mayla. Why are you laughing at me? Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mal is like, no, I can take it. Kill the stag bestie. <laughs> Um, but Alina says no of her heart and she chooses to save Mal for some reason and the dark Darkling kills the stag with the cup um, so this is this the... fucking prosthetic is disgusting the absolute like props and like well done to the prosthetics and makeup team because it if I thought it was bad like in the book it sounds like they just like glue the antlers together Literally. and wrap them around her neck she has to it's, wear massive scarves it's described as a necklace but this, but this shows more like how abusive the Darkling is. Mm. How he physically like attaches them to her. Like they are like almost in like, her collarbones. They're in her collarbones. It's grim. And he also gets one put onto the back of his hand so he can use her power. Is that that weird thing that just sticks out his wrist? Yeah, got it. That's what that was. <laughs> Didn't get that. Surprise. Where was I? What was I doing? You're probably just going. When the fuck is Freddie Carter coming back on? To be fair, yeah, I did not care about this part. <laughs> I, see, I did. I cared about the crows and the other one. <laughs> the, the crows and the other one. Um, they go back to the first army camp and we learn of Jenya's betrayal. The king's fallen ill. The apparat is now running in his stead and the queen is confined to her quarters, as she should be. What's Jenya done? Um, she betrayed everyone. She's been working for the Darkling this whole time. Okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember. Poisoned the king. 
don't remember that. Yes, yes, I do remember that. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> She's been poisoning him slowly over time. Got it. Got it. Um, The Darkling and Mal have a heart-to-heart shadow man. Mal escapes. Fine. <laughs> Make me your villain. The Dark King is like, yo, yo, yo. If you do anything I don't like, Mal will be killed on sight. But behind Alina's back, the soldiers have been ordered to kill Mal anyway if he steps near Alina. The crows plan to return to Ketadam. Then there's the really sweet conversation between Inez and Kaj. Because they have a heart-to-heart by the fire. And he says... I love this scene. "Mm -hmm." And he just goes, no saint ever believed in me. Not the way you did. Welp. I'm an emotional person. That made me emotional. Um... Kaz says he believes in himself, Jesper, and her. He vows that if she comes back to Ketterdam, she won't have to go back to Helene. He'll do everything to make sure that that is not an option. So to get back to Ketterdam, their bright plan is to sneak onto the Darkling ship. You know, the guy who tried to kill them. And then in turn, they stole his carriage and killed his men. This is really the smartest choice they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mal sneaks onto the same boat as Alina, Kirigan, and the Crows. And, it ties, and that ties it up for the final episode. Episode 8, No Mourners. The fact that it's called No Mourners, you can't be telling me that the crows aren't going to be the focus for the next one. Like, come on. I also think it's maybe because it's, like, one of the most risky things to happen. So it's the real introduction and explanation of No Mourners, No Funerals. But the second book, does anything really happen in the second book? Yes, we meet a pirate. Sorry. A pirate from that, nothing happens. It's and I'm not going to give spoilers because now is not the time. I can't remember what happens. So. Literally nothing. <laughs> I remember just being attracted to Nikolai. That's it. Yeah. Oh, and like seeing the... Well, hold on. We'll talk about it in a second because let me just finish this. Um, so the spoiler-free summary. In the fold, the Darkling demonst- demonstrates the scope of Alina's powers while the crows cross paths with a stowaway amid a dangerous undertaking. I just want to state, once again, thank you to the costume department for putting not just Kaz, but all of the crows in the silly bowler hats. The one that Inej wears in like one of the pic- actually one of the backstage pictures. The the bowler hat's too big for her, and I it's love a, it. It's Freddie's, isn't it? Mm-hmm. She accidentally picked up the wrong one, and it's like that. It's literally covering. it literally covers half yeah. of Alisa's face. I love it so much. Okay, so the crows and Mal decide to work together, but while Kaz is trying to construct an actual plan that's going to keep them all safe, Mal just goes, "Nah, I'm gonna kill the Shadow Man." And Inej goes to help because she's actually competent and she's actually a badass, and will make sure that Mal doesn't die. Or at least make sure, try to make sure he doesn't die. Mm-hmm. The Darkling has now begun his plan to extend the fold into East Ravka, which would destroy the possible uprising there. You know, the uprising where... Oh my god, the writing... I just realised the writing justifies his behaviour. Because um, that random general, General Zlatan, the one that the conductor was killing fake Alina for, is from East Ravka. So... Did because that's really random, and as far as I'm aware, is not a part of the Grisha universe. Mm-hmm. So, did they introduce that just to give the Darkling a reason to be destroying? Probably. I mean, part of me is wondering if they've changed a lot about Mal's character from the books. Will they be changing elements of the Darklings? Yeah, maybe. For example, now they're giving him not that you know mass murder. You should never They're giving him a reason yeah, to do it. Whereas giving him in the a reason. Books, he's really got no reason for anything. He's just doing it. it to show how much power he has. In the books, in this one, he's showing it 
to show how much power he has, but also to stop an uprising. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I hadn't realised that. Ooh. Um, so, uh, he destroys an entire city, and he reminds, uh, and Alina's really upset by it, but he's like, don't forget, people from that city literally tried to get you executed. They literally sent someone to kill you. They murdered your friend. She's probably going, but you could have just punished the people that tried to do that, not just murder an entire city. Um, the Darkling tells everyone on the boat because they invited like diplomats and like rich people um, who can like hold sway in their kind of area. Um, it basically was like, look at what you witnessed today and it's a warning, do not cross me or your cities are going to befall the same fate. Mal then decides this is the perfect time to burst onto the scene and try to kill the Darkling with a gun. Inej tries to stab the Darkling but neither of them succeed. Zoya has now turned against the Darkling because she actually had family in that city and he's constantly just used and abused her. So in the books, I don't feel like it's ever really explained. And then it got to King of Scars and like something happened, like there's a scene that links to this. And I was like, what the fuck is going on with Zoya? But I think it's explained better in the show than it is in the book. Mm. Oh, I need to read that. You do, because you've got my copy. I do have your copy. I have so much to read. Um, but yes, so she tries to harness the wind to get them all out of there. Uh, out of the fold, I mean. Um, Alina manages to break uh, the Darkling's hold over her and she regains the stag's powers for herself somehow. I think it's because she chose mercy instead of murder. Um, Mal tackles the Darkling off the ship. The rest of the crows join in the fight against the soldiers. Um, Mal and the Darkling are fighting down on the ground. Mal grabs the gun and then pushes Kirigan into the fold saying, I don't have to kill you, your past will do it for me. And the Vulcras swoop in. Uh-huh. Um... Nina and Matthias plan to run away together, and then the Darkling shoulders, <laughs> the Darkling's soldiers show up and say no with a heart. Um, they slow Matthias's heart, and he doesn't know what's happening, and he thinks that Nina is the one slowing his heart. They're also eating waffles at the same time, so this is double the heartbreak. This is one of the upsetting things: is that he doesn't see the soldiers coming, so this is why he gets so twisted in his head because he thinks that Nina's the one who's doing it. Um. Nina knows that if Matthias is taken by the Grisha officers, he's going to be killed. killed. So instead, she knows that there are local, like, slave hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, slave owner hunters or something. Basically, she claims that Matthias is a slaver. And so instead of being taken by the Grisha, the guard takes Nina and Matthias into custody to face trial in Ketterdam. Mm-hmm. Matthias awakes in a cage and he tries to strangle Nina through the bars. But she's like, don't worry, I've got a plan to get you out. But another prisoner's like, yo, you're not going to get a trial for years. And until then, he's going to Hellgate Prison. But my question, they're on a boat. Mm. Take it, how many people do you think are going to be on the boat? Mm. Just, just guess. I'm gonna... I, don't, I don't know. A boat that size, I'm going to say like 50 or 60. We know that she's a powerful Grisha. Why does she not? slow the hearts of everyone around them like wait until nightfall when most of the ship are asleep and literally just sneak Matthias off I don't know like that would have saved so much but then we don't get to see the scene in Six of Crows where they break him out true but it also would have saved them a lot of heartache and I mean a lot of heartache yeah but yeah yeah um Nina cries and Matthias is like, I should have never trusted you. We then go back to the crows, Mal, Alina and Zoya, who will just sit in a field and discuss their future. 
Um, Alina gives Kaz a hairpiece that costs a lot of money, so he'll remain silent on her whereabouts, but also he then has the money to make sure he can keep the club, and he kind of still gets money off of, like, you know, he might not have gotten the million Kruger he was promised, but he's got money now. Mm-hmm. Um, she also gives Inej one of her knives, and now we assume this is the one that she's going to name something for Alina. The crows end up on the same ship as Nina, saying that they're going to need a heart render. If only there was one sat, like, right next to them that they're going to all become best friends with. At the end of uh, the episode, the Darkling stumbles out of the fold and says, follow. At his command, a bunch of monsters crawl out of the fold. And that is the end of season one. All I'm going to say is, if the Darkling turned to me and said, follow, I have no free will. I would follow. So, what we think is going to happen in the next season, comparing it with the second book. So, we... Stamond. Stamond. Um, Sorry, it's privateer, actually. Um. Oh, what's that phrase of? It's not impossible, more like improbable. Yeah. Um. So I think it's gonna be the the hunt for more um, amplifiers because they exist. I'm trying to remain spoiler free. But and if you've got get to this that point, fairly early on in the book, don't they? It's only a couple of chapters in they get the next one. Yes, that's gonna happen relatively quickly. Yes, but also in the um, in the second book, Alina and Mal are where are they? I'm fairly certain they're in Ketterdam. I thought they were in Ketterdam. Stay the crows. We can dream. Um, but somehow the Darkling like finds them, and I can't remember how they get out of that because Sturmhorn shows up. Oh yeah. So that. The Darkling, like, captures them in, like, that room that they've been staying in. With the Mazos? Yep, gets them on um, a bow, and then Sturmhorn shows up because um, Tamara and Tolia, they're on the the ship with the Darkling, and Mm -hmm. then Sturmhorn shows up and they all get onto the other boat. I cannot wait to see Tolia and Tamar. No, me neither. And, of course, Nikolai. Yep. Yeah, and then there's the flying boat. Yeah. And then they go back to the little palace. Yeah. I think I might want to reread the books. Or at least the second one, so I vaguely know what's going to happen. But what are your predictions for season two? I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do with the crows. Like, are the crows then going to go to Fjorda? I don't think that... No, because I think Matthias has got to be in prison for a while. I think they'll get him out in the next season, though. Yeah. Like, he'll have been there for a couple of months, but then they break him out. Yeah. I think we're going to have to see... I think... I hope they go on other small heists. Mm-hmm. And we can see them developing and, like, adding Nina to the group. Yeah. And how that all works and how they start to work together. I want to see them trialling out different explosive um, technicians. I want Wyland there. I want them to find Wyland. Um, I also want to, like, in passing, meet Vanek. Because that also is setting we did, it up. Didn't for we? No, we met Pepper Rollins. Uh, but Van Eck, I think, yeah. would be a really good one to meet. Yeah. Also, you know what? I want to ask Lee Bardugo, why does she introduce characters like Juiced? Used? And then, like, literally is inconsequential. I don't know. Like, Juiced was the first chapter of Six of Crows. Yeah. He had nothing to do with the fucking book. No. He died. Why did I... Th- n- did he? Yeah. Oh, I thought he lived. No, I'm very certain he's dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
well then that's that um but yeah i'd be interested to see how they link the two yeah i'm gonna be really interested to see how they're gonna do so obviously the darkling and alina still have a connection Mm -hmm. i want to see how that's gonna work and how she's gonna react yeah same Because the secret camp base situation that they go to, that's in the third book, isn't it, with Nikolai? Yes. Yeah, so we've got that big battle with the Darkling where Alina escapes through the church. Yes. With the apparat. So that's the last That's the last bit of... It's going to be the last episode, probably. Yeah. Oh, and uh, when Alina's hair goes white... Oh yeah, I can't wait. That's for gonna that. be like she's gonna wake up underground. That's gonna be the last thing that we have. Either that, or it's gonna be the first thing we see. Oh, why did I just touch my ear? I don't know. Don't touch it. <laughs> I won't have <laughs> to do it again. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna be so interested. I think the transition from second to ah. Sorry about that. <laughs> my microphone fell, and my instinct was to scream. Um. I think the transition from second to third book is my favourite. Yeah. Because it's like at the end of such a big moment Mm -hmm. going into like a new and different challenge. Mm -hmm. I think also the second book is one of my favourites because we see more of like Jenya and David and like what happens between them. We have the quote of I'm not ruined, I'm ruination. Yeah. Yeah, we do. That's right at the end of that season. We ain't going to see Jenya. Right at the end of that book. We get more Zoya, so... Love Zoya. What a woman. She's gorgeous. We don't get Milo in it at least once. I think there's going to be an uprising. Literally, Stan Twitter will kick off. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any other points? No. Any other things you want to talk about in general? What are we doing next? Threat the Threat Below. Below is on Thursday... Then we have Everything with Val on Sunday. We'll be releasing an episode on her podcast channel and one on ours. But we don't know when it's going up on hers. We don't know when it's going up on hers, of course. Um, and to be honest at this point, when it, when's anything going up on ours? Hey? <laughs> um, then after that, it's going to be at the... No, then it's going to be Siege of the Seven Sins. Hold on, I can get it up. Pardon me? Then it's Siege of the Seven Sins. ASMR. Then it's something that's not definitely confirmed yet. And then it's Atlas 6. Yep. And then it's another thing that is exciting, but we've not booked in yet. Yep. Lots of exciting stuff. Haven't actually figured out how we're doing it yet. Literally. My left ear is throbbing. Yes, yeah, same. I do have an excuse, though. I've got two in that one. What do you mean? Am I not allowed to have an excuse? You have an excuse. But my ear is swollen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. Me too. It like hit me in that last episode. I was like, oh no, (laughs) I can't stay awake. Mm. Um, And on that note, we're going to call it a day. I think we should call it a day. Okay. If you what a day. What a day. (laughs) If you are listening on spot, not Spotify. (laughs) God, Jesus Christ. Apple Podcasts or Anchor or anywhere you can leave reviews, please do. It really helps us out. Um, what else? <laughs> what else is there to do? Um, yeah, give us a rating. Give us a little review. We really like seeing your comments. Um, 
feel free to so- follow us on social media. Instagram and TikTok is at off the book underscore the podcast. Twitter is at off the book underscore pod. We've got a Gmail off the book pod off the book podcast at gmail dot com and a good read which is just off the book. Um you got any book recommendations? We're trying to do a whole bunch over the summer. Beth's currently falling asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but please don't hesitate to like message or email, and we will respond. Yeah, we might take six months, but no, we're joking. Um, but no, for real, we will respond. Um, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Microphone's been dropped. Ah, oh, it's just chaos. Sorry, that's my reminder. Um, yeah, and on that note, we're gonna peace out. Peace out. Goodbye. Goodbye.